I've been a dreamer most of my life. Um, as long as I can remember, I've always been a 35,000 feet above the ground type of person, uh, which is why I think I surround myself with people who uh, pay attention to the details. But I'm always, always looking ahead. And I was always taught as a little child, dream big dreams, because small dreams don't have the power to stir men's souls. And so today we're talking about dreaming God-sized dreams as we look at strategic planning. My name is Brad. Welcome to The Daily Lead. Well, it's Thursday here on The Daily Lead, and all week this week we have been talking with Mike Ward from GSB Fundraising. They are our podcast sponsors, and at least once a month we take a week where we feature GSB, and Mike is our guest for this month. So, Mike, welcome back. It's been a great week having you on The Daily Lead. Yeah, hard to believe it's Thursday already, but it's great to be with you again. Absolutely. Great to have you. Well, I know, uh, like I said, I, I love dreaming. I love planning. It is one of the things I think I thrive on as a leader. Um, but that's not always um, the case for some leaders. Um, and uh, uh, strategic planning, while I'm a dreamer, I am not a good strategic planner. In other words, just getting that down and making that plan to try to make those dreams happen is often tough for me. But strategic planning is a part of it, and it's an important part. Tell us why. Yeah, it, it is an important part, and it's one that can occasionally stir a little controversy in the church because it sounds businessy, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and so I want to address that like right off the bat. Um when we when we talk strategic plan, we're talking to two sections. One section is the identity section, and the second section is the action planning section. Uh, identity section, mission, mm -hmm. vision, core values. If you get those right, the rest of it is not too businessy. It's not. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. If you get the mission right about how you're advancing the kingdom of God and what your part is in that and you ground yourself in your core values, you're gonna be just fine as far as ministry perspective. And you're gonna be more effective, more efficient, and, and you're gonna actually end up where God is calling you to instead of just randomly trying to get there. Which, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so I, I just kind of wanted to, to start there. And, um, you know, I, I, I tend to stay away from strategic planning professionally a little bit. Um, because I'm, I'm pretty good on the mission vision side and I like the big goals, but man, I hate the details. And so <laughs> the same way I have the same, so way. <laughs> I, love, I love to let my GSB colleagues do the, the details part of any strategic plan. Um, I'll help dream the big dreams and then I will never be a chief operating officer of any organization. <laughs> that's not where I live. I live in more of the, where are we going? And, and let's let's figure out how to get there and, and implement, but, but the, yeah, identity and, and, you know, this is a leadership podcast and I think that's an important lesson. Uh, you know, um, let's, let's, let's talk about that real quick leaders. You know, let's just pause as leaders, recognize your strengths, recognize your weaknesses, surround yourself with good people who, who can support you in that do what you do well and, and, and try to leave what you don't do well uh, for people that you surround yourself with. Yeah, that's great. I I try to live that out because 
I find myself not nearly as healthy when I'm doing the things that I'm not really. Designed. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's brain drain. <laughs> exactly. So identity side is critical. Um, so mission is who you are. Core values are the things that you hold most dear as an organization. Um, not who you want to be, by the way. They're not aspirational. They're actually actual. Vision mm -hmm. is what the world becomes because you've lived out your mission. Mm -hmm. Okay. Those three work really well together. Critically important on the church side, the congregation I grew up in thought they had a core value of reaching new people for Jesus. Um, you know what they didn't have? A core value of reaching people for Jesus. For they, Jesus. Thought that was the right, <laughs> they thought that was the right answer on the test. Yeah. Uh, they called a pastor that was really all about reaching new people for Jesus. And everybody left felt like the new pastor didn't care for them. Mm -hmm. the new pastor was awesome. The congregation was awesome. They had a conflict of core values is why that pastor only made it 18 months there. Wow. Uh, and so I think, so, so identity really is important in the day-to-day -day livings out of who we are and especially and who we're going to become. And for me, the vision statement is why you get out of bed in the morning. Exactly. Uh, because, you know, ministry is hard and, and days are long and uh, I don't like to be busy. I don't like to work hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am busy and I do work hard and I'm fulfilled by it when I know the outcome and the impact is making a difference in the world. Correct. Correct. And so when I can ground my work in the vision of what I'm wanting GSB to become and the way in which I fit into that and those kinds of things, then then my busy days, my my working hard, it, it, it's easy because I see I see the impact that's taking place. So um, I always lean into Habitat for Humanity. Their vision statement is a world in which everyone has a decent place to live. Mm -hmm. Everybody goes to work every day, believing that the work they do that day is leading to a day when everybody has a, a decent place to live. Donors give money to it because they believe in a vision that everybody has a decent place to live. Um, on, on, on those marathon build days, they, they keep doing it because someday... Someday, you know, everybody will have a decent place to live. Yeah. Um, you know, I helped a Senate that that uh, created a vision that everyone in our in our territory will know that there is a God of love, right? Mm -hmm. That that can get me out of out of bed in the morning, even as a parish pastor. That what I'm doing here in this congregation is helping to to create a day when everybody in our territory knows that there's a God of love. Doesn't mean they're a member of my congregation. Yeah. They understand, you know, this side of, of the gospel. Um, and so we need to do that in our churches. We need to have a vision. The biggest mistake we see in strategic planning is that the mission statement and the vision statement are actually two mission statements. And that, that vision isn't actually what the world becomes because we live it out. It's actually just another articulation of who we are. Um, so anyhow, for what that's worth, it's a it's a piece that we see that can can be aided. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's biblical. I mean, you know, in the book of Habakkuk, it says, you know, without vision, people perish. Uh, people have to know where they're going. Um, and they do want to know where they're going. And as leaders, it's important for us to cast that vision. Um, if the, if the, if we dumb it down and the, the, the purpose of a leader is to get people from here to there, you got to know where there is. <laughs> but not only that, you have to also be sure to cast a compelling reason why you can't stay exactly where you're at either, because otherwise people will hold back.
Absolutely. Yeah. So, so the identity side, mission, vision, core values, they really are important because when, when they're not there, people don't know why we exist and we can go in all kinds of different directions. Um, I think, I think one of the things I often see is uh, a lot of churches sometimes become what I would consider a community foundation. Um, you know, any money that comes in, we're going to give it to other people. Well, that's actually not the mission of a, of most congregations. That's mm -hmm. the mission community foundation your mission to probably is to advance the gospel of jesus christ in some way right and so you can give money away to help do that like bible calls us to give money to the poor and homeless and, and all. but how is it advancing your mission to do that right and so i don't mind you giving money away just do it in a way that advances your mission too and doesn't just advance some other organization's mission like exactly giving money to an organization that isn't going to proclaim the gospel. I don't know why that's the mission of the church um, necessarily. Anyway, that, that might be a whole nother podcast topic there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, it, you know what? It might be because, you know, there, there are things, what, what are healthy partnerships uh, mm -hmm. for churches and, and, and other nonprofits in, in, in their communities and what's not healthy partnerships. So um, I'm actually writing that down right now, Mike, because you're absolutely right. That would be a really great podcast right there. <laughs> so we've done the identity side. So then the action planning side. So for us, that's goals, objectives, and tactics. Okay. Um, and the reason, so so people sometimes say, well, why, do, why does a fundraising firm get into strategic planning? Well, one, if the organization doesn't know who it is or where it's going, people aren't going to want to give to it. Correct. The other thing from from, from a fundraising perspective only um, too often, what we put in front of people is a tactic, and it lacks a goal. Mm. Reality is what people want to fund is the goal, okay? So okay. We, we tell people, hey, give us some extra money this year. We want to we hire a youth director. Well, there are some people that might give some money to a youth director, but you know what else there is? There's people saying, well, why can't the parents just chaperone the activities, you know? Like we could do that cheaper. Why do we have to do that? Well, because the goal is that any child that comes through our program has a faith that sustains them through life, right? So we've identified that goal. And in order to achieve that goal, we need more than parents chaperoning activities. We need to call like, so like that gets us in like, yep. I, I'm a youth ministry guy. I'm probably going to give you money to help with the youth director, but I'm going to give you more money if I see that my money is going to help create a program that everybody that goes through it is going to have a faith that sustains them through life. Right. Correct. Correct. So, so the, the only exception to this, it's very true in Episcopal churches is the organ is a tactic. And in an Episcopal church, you can raise money for an organ without any goal to go alongside. It. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's the but, easiest thing. <laughs> We need to have a goal to better fund the tactics that we're trying to implement. Correct. By the way, if you're pond, like a new roof is a tactic. What's your goal? Your goal is probably an atmosphere where people can actually worship and, and those kinds. Like, so we need to make sure we're articulating goals even as we put any fund, funding opportunities, because otherwise our funding opportunities feels like a list of stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, they just want stuff. They just want more stuff. They just keep wanting stuff. Why can't, you know, why can't they do without some stuff? And it's because the goal demands the stuff. Mm -hmm. 
And when we do all the goals, our vision is closer to becoming a reality. It, this all really flows together. <laughs> it does. And we don't create tactics that don't help us live out our mission. Right. One, one of the podcasts that has changed my life, uh, there's a hidden brain podcast called Do Less. One of the problems when we do strategic planning is we just kind of shovel on more, right? And, right. And, and we have this image in America, in the United States, that the way to grow is to do more. Mm -hmm. you know, if, you know, when actually there's a, a great uh, argument to be made that sometimes we can grow by doing less, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't need a new program. We need to invest in the program we have and do it better. Or, um, you know, I, I see this in nonprofit institutions all the time. They keep adding things because they might get a wee bit more revenue from something. Um, you know, I just, in, a, in another part of my life, just got rid of an, an item and the organization now is $200,000 more because it's not doing something. Okay. Right, right. So, so we can do less. And as we do strategic planning, we need to make sure that we don't just fill up the whiteboard with all the new things we're going to do. How is it going to focus us? Because we don't need rostered leaders and church volunteers just to be busier. We need rostered leaders and pastors and deacons and, and church leaders to be doing the things that are going to advance our mission in the best way possible. And a strategic plan helps to focus that. And goals that are articulate, you know, they've got time stamps on them, they're, they're outcome-based, you can see the tangible outcome. It helps us to see, and because ministry, oftentimes we don't see the, the impact right away of what we do. It, it gives us a way to help the busyness kind of make some sense and to at least go home tonight and say, you know what, for today, I helped advance the plan in the right way. And I'm going to go to bed tonight with a clear conscience, knowing I did my part to, to advance our strategy. Tomorrow or next week is another day. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Mike. I appreciate uh, this great information on strategic planning. And uh, hopefully it's a spark to you as a listener to start dreaming and start thinking about goals and and uh, how you're going to uh, to achieve those goals and to get you to think a little bit about who you are as an organization and where you want to go um, and what your values are along the way as well. So again, if this uh, podcast uh, episode has been helpful to you and you know it can be helpful to someone else, please take some time and share it. Uh, share it on social media, through text messaging, emails. Uh, it just helps uh, broaden our impact uh, so much more. And another way that you can help us broaden our impact is just by hitting that subscribe button down below and leaving us a review. It only takes just a few seconds, um, but it uh, just helps other people find our podcast easier. Well, as always, The Daily Lead is a podcast of the lead organization. Lead is a nonprofit organization that helps leaders connect to one another in order to grow and to learn. And they also help congregations connect to their communities. They can help your congregation through the lead journey, which is a congregational transformational process and through coaching um, as well. So they have all sorts of tools at your disposal. So please head over to leadconnects.org. That's leadconnects.org and see all the amazing tools and uh, ways that they can help you grow as a leader and help you grow your congregation as well. And as always, we'd like to thank our podcast sponsor, GSB Fundraising. If you are a leader, 
you're in that and need help in the areas of stewardship, strategic planning, um, of also uh, fundraising capital campaigns, head on over to gsbfundraising.com. That's gsbfundraising.com. And uh, they'll be glad to help you out. Well, until tomorrow, as we come to uh, the end of our week, take care, everyone. And we'll see you on our next episode. <music>